You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I have kind of an interesting interview for you. I'm interviewing a gentleman, a super nice gentleman, by the way, named Doberman Dan. You can find out more about him at DobermanDan.com. And he is an online marketing expert like myself. And during this episode, we get into a bit of a tiff, shall I say. Doberman Dan says, don't give away all of your free stuff. Don't give away freebies. Stop giving away everything. And that goes directly against everything I teach in the click technique. And so you're going to want to listen to this episode. Um, He claims he hasn't found success with that. I claim differently. And a lot of customers back me up as well. And I'm sure he has customers on his side. But I thought I'd bring him on. We'd have this little debate and argument and and you guys can kind of decide for yourself what works for you and your small business. The click technique is a strong technique. It's proven. It's the way online marketers do business and you can get a never ending supply of traffic and leads to your small business by executing it. But bringing Doberman down on brings up a good point. You always want to be testing all of your online marketing. And that's my marketing tip for today. want to be testing this stuff. Something that works for me may not work for Doberman Dan. Something that works for one chiropractic client of mine may not work for another because demographics are different. Countries are the country, part of the country is different. All these things can be different. So it's really important through your online marketing journey is to not take one person's theory and execute it. And if it doesn't work, then to give up and say all online marketing sucks, but kind of like Take into account what people are saying and come up with your own plan as well. But keep testing. And remember, the click technique does build a strong online marketing foundation for your small business. It will give give you a foundation and then you can go out and play with all these other things and have these launches and try to, you know, get charge a dollar for certain things and try all these other things uh, that are mentioned in numerous interviews here on the Traffic and Leads podcast. The point being keep testing, test, 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 improve, improve, improve. And you can build an online marketing funnel and online marketing process for your business that will produce endless traffic and leads. So there you go. That is, that is my marketing minute for the day. And my intro to this fight, a fight is a very strong word and that's not at all what it is. So I'm not going to lie to you, but this little tiff I have with Doberman Dan here on the podcast. Before you go, quick commercial, if you need any help with Facebook marketing, SEO, content marketing, uh, pay-per-click, email marketing, landing pages, or funnel design, make sure you reach out to us at trafficandleads.com. We can help you with all of those things. That's our specialty is driving traffic and leads. So make sure you reach out to us today at trafficandleads.com. Also, make sure you join theclicktechnique.com. It's free and it's basically an online marketing boot camp to build a strong online marketing foundation. Included in that is the private The Click Technique Facebook group. All right, all right. Enough with the commercials. Let's dive into this interview with Doberman Dan. Doberman Dan, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. 
My pleasure, one click Lindsay. Can I do I just call you Lindsay or one click you, Lindsay? You know? Your full nom de plume. Well, I guess my question do I just call you Dan or do I call you Doberman Dan? How are we gonna how are we gonna handle this interview today? <laughs> my gosh, I'm already confused. Uh, <laughs> you can just call me Lindsay. That's <laughs> I, you know what? You can just call me Dan for short. Dan Dan is fine. Well, Dan, since you brought it up, you do have to tell the listeners why you are called Doberman Dan. S- I'm called that because it beats using my real <laughs> last name, which is Gallopu. That's just not a good mental image. Like it, <laughs> it, it makes me think of galloping off to the bathroom. It's, it's, it's a French name that got screwed up by some stupid like U.S. It. immigration person. I imagine. I guess that's the story. So I got this Doberman Dan. Nom de plume back when I was writing for the bodybuilding niche, I wrote about my Doberman and how he was all lean and muscular and got in a fight with a Rottweiler who was big and bulky. And so, you know, the article was about now, nah, hey, it's time to look like a Doberman, not a not a Rottweiler. And I signed it as a joke, Doberman Dan. And it, that that stuck all these years. So, and since I hate my last name, it, it works, you know, we'll just go with that instead of using my last name. And you know what? I think it, I mean, obviously I'm called one click Lindsay. Of course I fully support such a crazy marketing idea, but I will say like I interview people every week for this show and your interview, since you signed up to be not signed up, but since we got you on the show, uh, I have been like noticing like people talking about you or little mentions here and there, like on social media. And I'm like, I'm interviewing him. It's amazing. Like we're just like Dan, you know, Dan, whatever you're not going to notice. I probably wouldn't notice, you know? Yeah. And nobody, nobody can spell or pronounce my last name and it's definitely not memorable. It's easily forgettable. So it was pure dumb luck that I got stuck with this moniker, but it's worked out pretty good for whatever you want to call it for branding purposes, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel like it serves you as well as it did like in that niche, in the niche now where you're kind of like an online marketing celebrity kind of guy? That's, that's an interesting question. I was thinking about this the other day. So uh, my Doberman, he passed away several years ago, but just like a few months shy of his 14th birthday, which is, which is unheard of. Most Dobermans never live past 10 years. Oh, um, I think that's a testament to how much I loved him <laughs> and how well I took care of him. Aww. But so Dobermans have this reputation of being these fierce, protective attack dogs. That is, that is like just a part of their character. Their true nature is they are just the most loyal and loving dog you'll, you'll ever find. Now, yeah, are they protective? I mean, they're physically intimidating and they're powerful. And when they need to be, you know, when there's a threat to their lives or their their human companions' lives, yeah, I mean, they can unleash a fury upon you, which is, you know, pretty darn impressive. But that's not a good, well-bred Doberman. That's not really what they are. That just happens when it out of necessity, their true nature. Most of the time is they're just really loyal, loving dogs. And this will sound so self-serving on my part, (laughs) but even though I didn't plan it that way, I think that's like a pretty accurate description of me. I, I am and have always been 
I just want to be a nice guy who just loves on you, encourages you. But man, when it's necessary, uh, the guns can come out of blazing it, when, when I need to. I've only, as a civilian, I've really only needed to do that once. And speaking of guns of blazing, that was literally what happened with an intruder in my house. But prior to me getting into this business, yeah, I was a law enforcement officer for 12 years. So I developed this. It was like a playing a role, Lindsay, because I really am just a nice guy. I just want to be a nice guy. And the guy puts his arm around you and encourages you and, you know, supports you, loves on you a little bit. But when I put that uniform on, I had to be a different person. And so it was like playing a role. And uh, so, so that this kind of persona, yeah, is a part of me, the Doberman Dan persona that people think they know this, this tough street, smart guy, ex cop. I mean, yeah, that is a part of me, but it's, it's an amplified part of me. It's like, it's like when you go on a first date, you know, you don't, I see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you got your best foot forward, you're dressed nice. You're presenting your best self. You don't show up on the first date burping and farting and, you know, chewing with your mouth open. Typically. Yeah. That's usually reserved for for second dates, (laughs) but, um, and so it is with the Doberman Dan thing. I mean, yes. Is, is it a part of me? Yeah. So that part of the Doberman, yes, is part of me when necessary. But I mean, the true part of me is the loyal, loving Doberman part. And the the older I get, the more I mellow as I age and become more of that loyal, loving Doberman. I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing so much. I'm going to have you back on the show because you're going to have to tell us that story of an intruder. Well, can you just give us the the cliff notes, Virgin? (laughs) I swear, people, we're going to get to traffic and leads. But what happened there real quick? (laughs) Yeah, well, this is... (laughs) And, you know, that was a pretty nice neighborhood. Like, it was a fairly stable neighborhood when I first moved in. But as you can tell from people breaking in, it went downhill. My wife and I have since moved out, by the way. But, yeah, I won't get into the conspiracy stuff. But um, I think that was a hired thing. I think this guy was hired to come in and do whatever. But thanks to my dog... And not the Doberman, believe it or not. Thanks to my dog, my other dog alerting me to him, I got the drop on it. My Doberman at that point was almost 14 years old, and he slept through the whole ordeal. Oh, <laughs> <This> angel. Little, <laughs> little two-year-old or whatever it was at the time, three-year-old Shih Tzu was the one who alerted us to him. What? And so, yeah, I got the drop on him. He came in. Get this, Lindsay. How he came in was I had a dog door, a pretty good sized dog door that my Doberman could go in and out of. And he came in through that. And so, yeah, yeah. I, w- I won't go into all the details, but. Um, everything was fine. And you the, the ex- him. No one died, right? Everything came out fine. They didn't need to shoot anybody. <laughs> Just the mere sound of me racking the <gasps> shotgun. Uh, put the guy into a state of terror (laughs) and he grabbed the floor. He dropped to the floor and, uh, and held on for dear life until the sheriff's deputies arrived. Yeah, that was, that was good old, uh, police training coming back after, 
after almost two decades of not having to do it. It comes back fast when you need that it. That is fantastic. All right. Now, listeners, you can't say that the Traffic and Leads podcast is not the most exciting podcast you haven't listened to today, that you have listened to today. So that was awesome. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, let's dive into <laughs> some online marketing now. So... Tell us what you do, Dan. What what are your services? What do you do for people? So I am the proverbial serial entrepreneur. How I got started in this stuff, I got started in the mail order business initially back really before the the internet just wasn't a viable media back then. But then in 96, that business that I was in, it was uh, in the bodybuilding space selling both info products and nutritional supplements. In 96, which even then, the internet was not still a viable media. I did start selling online in the bodybuilding niche back then. So While you were a cop? Uh, let me see. Yes. So I started that business. I was still a cop, but I, I left about a, a year after starting the mail order business. I was able to leave my job on the police department. Okay. So in nine years prior to that, while I was a cop, I, I tried starting a bunch of traditional businesses before I knew about direct response marketing and copywriting, you know, like at least a couple of year for nine years, they all failed. Not even, not, not even a one got off the ground. So that mail order business was my first successful business. It's a darn good thing. I had the job on the police department or I would have been sleeping under a bridge and eating out of dumpsters. But uh, <laughs> so I got hooked by the bug by direct marketing and copywriting and online marketing. And then, so that's what I've been doing. I've started a bunch of different businesses and a variety of different markets and niches. Um, let me see, in 2012, I've, I've started like four different nutritional supplement businesses three of which I've sold. Um, in 2012, when I sold my last nutritional supplement business, I started uh, doing some sales copywriting work for hire as a freelancer. And I also have my own membership that uh, it's a membership site. People have access to content about online marketing copywriting, market research, launching an online business, stuff like that. And my members, which I don't call members, I call knights because I call it my marketing Camelot. So they are knights in my marketing Camelot. They get access to the membership site. They get a monthly webinar Q&A call with me and they get a physical print newsletter every month, appropriately entitled the Doberman Dan Letter. So, I mean, right now those are that's my main gigs. I haven't started any new businesses for a while. I've got my publishing slash membership business. And then I, to, to be just gross about it, I prostitute my mind out for hire <laughs> for uh, marketing strategy and sales copywriting. I love it. Wow. Um, tell me, tell the, while we're just on the topic, tell the listeners how to access your Camelot marketing program. Well, th yeah, thank you for allowing me to do that. I appreciate that, Lindsay. I'll, I, you know what? So I'll tell them how they can get, get, get in kind of by the back door. Cause I've got an, an ongoing evergreen offer for it up at marketingcamelot.com. But if they if they buy my book, 
um, speaking of being gross and offensive, my, my book is called just sell the damn thing. <laughs> it just sell the damn thing.com. If they buy my book, the upsell after the book is the marketing Camelot and they can get a, a discounted trial on it, a 30 day trial for a discount if they want to check that out. There you go, people. Okay. So when I first brought you, we'll just be completely honest. When during our green room time, when we were getting to know each other, I said, what can you offer my listeners, Dan? And you said, I no longer do this freebie, irresistible offer thing. And I said, stop talking. Let's hit record. So what? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. I realize this like flies in the face of what everybody teaches as far as online marketing. So I, I will say this with a caveat. I can't listen. Don't buy into my dogma. Dogma. Um, pun intended. <laughs> dogma. Yes. Don't don't buy into anybody's dogma when it comes to this marketing stuff. Um, but especially, don't buy into mine. Okay. First of all, if it resonates with you and it makes sense, great. You know, but do a little investigation for yourself because I can't make a blanket statement and say this is the best way to do it for all businesses and all markets. No. Sure. There's, you know, there are still certain businesses, certain markets that I think you're going to be better served with doing some sort of free opt in bribe, something or other, especially if somebody's doing lead generation offline. Um, the free bribe, the free report, that, that that kind of stuff is still working exceptionally well. But I'm just going to tell you how it's worked out in my experience and the experience in a couple of my clients, if, if that's what you want to hear about, Lindsay. It is. And is this, or is this, well, yeah, go ahead. Tell us your stories, your true stories. Okay. So my first experience with, with this was I started blogging at uh, DobermanDan.com in, I don't recall. I still have my bodybuilding supplement business. So it must've been 2006 or 2007. So I started blogging. My list started growing just by word of mouth or whatever pure dumb luck SEO I might've gotten from those blog posts. And, um, you know, I started acquiring a list I gave away a bunch of free stuff, free PDFs, free audios, free webinars and stuff. It was just something I was, I just wanted to start sharing the lessons I had learned on my own from 20 years of doing this and, and working side by side with the late, great copywriter, Gary Halbert. And so I guess this was like a, I don't know what you want to call it, a side thing for me, a hobby, a, perhaps a wanting to try to leave some sort of legacy in the world, at least in our little world of online marketing. And so word started growing. I built a list, built some followers. And the first time I ever tried selling anything, it was like, oh my Lord. Uh, it was like I, I had a revolution on my hands. And these people freaked out after giving them all this free stuff. How dare I ask for money? <laughs> and it was amazing the, the, the vitriolic response I got. Really? Oh, my gosh. Do you, know, do you know Ben Settle or know of Ben? Yes. Yes. Has he, has he been a, a guest on your podcast? I don't recall. He has not. He has not. He, he would make a fun guest for you. He would definitely ruffle some feathers. I can tell you that. <laughs> Fantastic. My favorite. 
So, so Ben warned me about this. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, giving away all this free stuff. He goes, you think it's fun for now, but if you ever plan on turning this into a business and monetizing it, you're going to have a revolt on your hands. I said, no, Ben, I built all this goodwill. Look at all the free stuff I've given. (laughs) uh, Long story short, I was wrong. He was right. So, So you'd think that an intelligent person would learn a lesson. Well, I've never claimed to be the brightest bulb on the Festivus tree. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to learn that lesson a second time. And so it was working okay for a while. So, so my model for my business, let me, let me be a little more clear, Lindsay. When I say my business, I'm specifically talking about my I don't even know what you want to call this. My membership slash publishing yeah. business, my, my Doberman Dan business, the business that promotes me. So, so the model was, yeah, I was running some paid traffic, mostly Facebook ads to my, to a splash page at DobermanDan.com. But I was getting some, some pure dumb luck SEO traffic and whatever word of mouth referral traffic I get. And I offered a free, lead gen piece, which I, I tried various things. The last one I offered was a, f- a free issue of my newsletter, but delivered in PDF. So once then they were on my list and they got daily emails for me, which always had a call to action of for all intents and purposes, the only thing I really have to sell, which is my marketing Camelot membership. And that was working like, okay for a while. And then all of a sudden, I guess a couple of years ago, I just noticed it just tanked. Just all of a sudden, it just dropped off a cliff. And I thought, okay, I guess it's just me. I suck as a marketer. And maybe all of a sudden, I have gotten really sucky as a copywriter. But I started checking around. And, and all the people that I knew marketing on the line, online were telling me the same thing. And then finally, a couple of my clients... Um, one of them is in the prepper space and they never followed that free opt-in model. It was, their model was drive traffic right to a page that asks for money. Okay. You know, not a lot of money initially, but it was something, I think 39, 49 bucks. And, and I forget the year they launched, but in less than two years, perhaps two and a half years, they were on the Forbes list of the fastest 500 growing companies in America. They were like 300 and something. Um, and I kept getting the same story from either other colleagues I knew or clients of mine. Agora Financial was, after I, after I got their story, that like finally cinched it for me. Like, forget it. I'm abandoning this. So their story was they could make that generate a free lead by offer by driving them to an opt-in page and offer them some kind of bait piece. Usually in their case, it was a free report, something like that. But after 2010, no matter what they did, they couldn't make it work. Now, normally if it were like a kitchen table entrepreneur, like me saying that I'd be suspect. I'm thinking, eh, Eh, you know, maybe they don't know how to monetize these leads. Maybe their copy sucks. But this is Agora Financial backed by Agora Inc., a billion dollar a year company, $1.2 billion a year company now. 
So they've got the deepest of the deep pockets. Like they could, mm-hmm. they could go negative for years mm-hmm. and I should define go negative. So they could lose money acquiring a customer and wait years until they make a profit from that customer. They've got the, the deep pockets to do that. But even them, they, yeah, you don't have to be a good English <laughs> talker. <laughs> <laughs> to be a copywriter, I'm making plenty of mistakes in English. Mr. Fleming is turning over in his grave, my high school English day. Whatever. Even Agora Financial, there we go. I couldn't screw it up that way. Even Agora Financial, they couldn't make that model work after about 2010, in spite of having the deepest of the deep pockets. And so they went to that model where customer acquisition is drive paid traffic to an offer where they got to pay something. So the more I talked to my clients, the more I saw people experimenting with this. And then when I finally, you know, got off my lazy rear end and implemented it in my own business, now I'm reaping the, the rewards of it. I'm finding something. And uh, a, a brilliant lady named Gina Yada Yada, and her last name is slipping my mind, um, uh, a business professor at Harvard School of Business found that Offering something free as your first interaction with a prospect, with a new potential client, it just does all, it screws up all kinds of psychology stuff for your positioning. It, what it says about you is, I don't value my hard-earned, hard-won, decades-long intellectual property mm-hmm. enough to charge you for it. I'm giving it away free. And it totally screws up your positioning in the mind of the prospect slash potential customer. And so just by asking for something, even if it's something as little as a penny, you get an infinitely higher value list than you do of people just signing up for something free online. Plus, free is just ubiquitous all over online out. It's everywhere. So much so that it's like, it gets ignored. Back when I started online in 96, that was just, wow, a free report. It was a big deal. Now it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's ignored. And when there's a proliferation of free anything, like we're seeing in the U.S. economy with a dollar, it eventually arrives at its real ultimate value of zero, which is why currencies always crash. As soon as they're inflated to the point where You've just printed so many of them, their value arrives at nothing. And it's, and it's, we've pretty much arrived at that point online where a free something is just not valued just because it's, it's so, it's, it's so frequent. Every, every, everybody's going to waste stuff free. Plus, just all the weird, Gina Francesco is her last name, professor of business at Harvard, Harvard School of Business. Um, and all the, the, university study she did on the psychological positioning and how free totally screws that up. That's why I'm particularly passionate about it and at least try to do my best to persuade people to at least test it against their current model. If they're using the freebie opt-in model, at least split test it. The first thing you're going to notice is you're going to have a lot smaller list but as far as uh, uh, you know, value per name on the list or return on investment or sales per name on the list, I think, 
again, don't, don't take this as dogma. You got to test it. But what I believe you're going to see is an exponential increase in sales uh, per name on your list. I like it. So literally you don't do any freebie offers. You don't have any kind of free Facebook group or anything like that. Your offer is you're running Facebook ads to your Camelot Facebook group and you get people straight up paying 98 bucks a month for that without problems. Let me, so let me, let me, let me show you my model or let me take you through my model. Um, Yes. To what you just said, uh, that's, that's one way to do it. Just drive traffic to an offer that, that ends in give me money (laughs) in, in, in exchange for something of value. So that's one model. Now, if anybody is freaking out about, oh my God, I not capturing leads. I can't, I just can't fathom it. So if you're having those feelings of anxiety, let me give you a different model and you can just swipe me if you want. Um, so I'm driving traffic to my book offer, which is just sell the damn thing.com. So right now I am going to price test. This is a new offer, but right now the book is priced at a penny plus shipping and handling. So in the U S at seven ninety nine. so the, somebody in the U S is going to pay $8 to get this book, an actual, believe it or not, an actual real old fashioned hard copy book. Um, it's a two-step order process. So when they click the order button on that page, they get a pop-up that asks them, it says, this is step one, entering your name and email. So boom, I got their email. I've captured their email and they're immediately redirected to the shopping cart where they can check out. So those that don't buy are followed up on right now. Just They just get three follow-up messages like, okay, you went to buy the book. You didn't buy the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. why don't you buy it here? Click here and finish your order. That's the model I'm testing right now. But like I said, several of my other clients, their model is what you just said earlier. Drive traffic from wherever you're driving traffic, right to your offer. And those that buy, you've captured their emails. Those that don't buy, uh, via con Dios. Wish you the best <laughs> of luck, but you obviously ain't my customer. <laughs> That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and have you, did you try it with the freebie offer or this has just always been your, like the way that you have done this? The, the freebie offer, you know, I was never crazy about the results of that. Um, and I was doing the grunt work. Like they weren't entered into an autoresponder. I was writing every single day. I was writing email messages, uh, with a call to action for the marketing Camelot. And can I say like, I hit a home run with every email I wrote? No, I wish I could, but, but I, you know, I really tried my best to do my best persuasive writing in those emails to to do a couple things. First of all, to be entertaining enough that they want to open my emails and, and to be persuasive enough that hopefully they'll join me as a knight in the marketing Camelot. And I was never thrilled with that model, um, but it was like working okay. But when I saw, when I started seeing it tank and I finally did the numbers and, and looked at it after like the, the last six months of, I guess, 2017 and added up the numbers like, my God, you know, look at what I'm spending on Facebook mm-hmm. and 
and it's 99% waste. I mean, after six months, if these people haven't bought anything, it's, it's very unlikely they're going to buy. Now, some people will say, but yeah, but you can put them in an autoresponder series and follow up. And you, maybe three years later, they'll buy. Well, you're not factoring in your time. I mean, it, people say, well, email marketing is free. It's free for people who place no value on their time. The amount of time to create those email messages and opportunity costs lost, lost for somebody like a copywriter like me to do that, the cost to do that is enormous. Mm -hmm. So long story short, when I just looked at the numbers, I simply could not make that model work anymore. And, it, and I felt like a total, I felt like a total loser, like eh, after almost a quarter century in this marketing stuff, I suck. I can't convert people to my own offer until I started talking with like Agora of all people, best online marketers in the world. And they're saying the same thing like, oh yeah, we can't make that. No matter how much money we throw at it, we can't make that model work either. Fantastic. Interesting. I love it. Wow. Well, I've used a lot of your time today. I'm probably going to make you come back because I have some other questions for you because you definitely like are going against uh, like what a lot of people are teaching and, and what is working. Like it works. Um, I have a lot of clients where the freebie offer does work. So we're just going to have to fight it out on another episode, Doberman Dan. Yep. I, I agree. D again, listen, don't buy into anybody's dogma, especially mine. Test this stuff. Totally. I mean, that's what this, that's what this is all supposed to be about. Test this stuff. So this is just one way of doing it. Is it your best way? I don't know, but I would encourage you to test it. Yeah. I like it. I like the message. Awesome. Dan, before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Tell us again what you want us to know, what you want us to do, and anything else that maybe I forgot to ask you. Thank you, Lindsay. I, I sincerely appreciate that. I, it, you know, you giving me the opportunity to promote myself on this podcast and, and now giving me the opportunity to, to let your listeners uh, get the opportunity to maybe get involved in my world. So there's a couple ways of doing that. There's a ton of free articles on DobermanDan.com. Free? Come on, and Dan. If I'm just you, yeah, <laughs> free after I railed against that. So what will happen if you opt in there, you'll be sent to my book offer, which if you want to just go to the book offer, you can check that out too. It's at justsellthedamthing.com, which is the name of the book, Just Sell the Damn Thing. I love it. So um, either way, you're going to find your way to my book offer. <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm, uh, tell us, so just sell the damn thing is the name of the book, right? That is correct. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Well, everybody, there's Dan telling us to go against everything that we teach here on trafficandleads.com. But I think the message is that you should just go out and test, see what works, even following what everyone else is doing or, or following what you've heard may not be the best for your business. So Dan comes with some amazing advice today. And I want to thank him again for coming on the show. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate it.
There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun talking to Dan, and I hope you understood that it was all in good fun, that we kind of had a little argument there. And again, the takeaway is to test, test, test all online marketing that you're doing because you can always improve. You can always improve that winning Facebook ad or that winning funnel. You can always improve. And the answer is to test, test, test because online marketing is very unique to your business, your avatar, and your clients and you. So there you go. If you like this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, I would sure appreciate a review out there on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can even leave us a review on Facebook. And if you don't feel like leaving me a review, then the least you could do is at least tell one friend about it. That would be fantastic. And remember, I am one click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com. If you need help with any of your online marketing needs from Facebook marketing, SEO, pay-per-click landing pages, email marketing, funnel building, Make sure you reach out to us at trafficandleads.com and we can surely help you. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.